Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Greetings, salutations, and of course, hello to all of my listeners, my un- Lucky Lounge Rats, it's good to have you back here in the Unlucky Lounge located in historic Montescrew Manor, nuzzled in the Blind Eternities for a brand new episode of Draft and Draft. My name is Corey, your limited lore master, denizen of this, the Unlucky Lounge, and joining me as always is the 2-2 that's always there for you on turn number two. His name is Borok. Borok, my bear buddy, are you ready to put the suit and tie back on? Because we've got a special episode in store. Uh. Oh, I'm excited too. Can I do something in the game show today? Turtle. We'll figure out something for everyone because today is an exciting day. We've got new guests, returning friends, games, unique concepts, and more. But before we unfurl the fun, let's do a little bit of housekeeping first. As always, this show is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Check them out at BLEAV.com or wherever you download your audio goodness. Keep your midday blues away with Believe. And the show is possible because of viewers like you. Yes, I went PBS on this intro. So find us. Keep the conversation going on all the socials. On Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok, Draft and Draft Corey is me. You can find my Instagram, Corey Demon Enriquez. And if the show is giving you some joy, find us on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Draft and Draft. We just want to garner the kind of space where we can all just enjoy a good end-of-week celebration with the game that we all love together, but we can't do it without friends like you. So pop on there and help us keep the lights on here in the Unlucky Lounge. Well, that's enough of the housekeeping and the upkeeping. The Sorcerer's Broom is put back into the Conjurer's Closet, and boy, oh boy, it has been a while since we've had one like this. Why, yes, I can't remember the last time that we did Excessor Makes Sense around here. Turtle. Ah, of course, Excessor Makes Sense. One of our limited preview game shows. It's a lot of fun, but you know what they say. Sometimes you gotta innovate. Does anyone actually say that? (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That was a, uh, that was a botched metaphor. That one's on me. (laughs) But in any case, as much as we love shows like accessor makes sense it's time for us every once in a while to switch things up vary things find ways to reinvent ourselves create brand new branding is anyone out there also starting to hate that phrase branding kind of makes me feel like cattle Corey you're getting off topic the show the show turtle yes of course Mr. Turtle thank you we need to get to the heart of this episode but before we do that let's have ourselves a tradition Grab a drink, grab a snack, maybe even crack a pack. Let's celebrate all the great that you do. This is the untapped step. The drinks are poured, the mics are warm. Mr. Turtle, hit that game show intro music. Thank you, thank you, my crowd that I totally don't put an audio track in for. Welcome, everyone, to our magic card guessing game that I like to call Five 
for five. This is one of those classic moments where you and your friends, after trekking for hours, start coming up with random cards to guess for each other. But can our contestants guess them in as few clues as possible? But before we explain the game, Mr. Turtle, I think it's time for you to introduce the players that we have here today. Oh, I get to do the introduction? Turtle? Well, our first player is former guest of the show, cosplayer, part of the She Sparks crew, and content creator extraordinaire, it's Air Bubbles cosplay, Ariel's back, Turtle. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be back. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I've totally been like training, you know, I laid out all my cards like across the living room floor and I just studied them all. And yeah, no, I didn't do that. But, you know, I thought about it. Well, intention is half the battle, and good <laughs> to have you back. Mr. Turtle, there's a second introduction. Ooh, I get to do the second one too? Turtle! Well, this is a prolific player in magic content creator spheres. He is a streamer, he's a data cruncher, and he's part of the 17 Lands crew. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Circovitz! Turtle! Thank you. I mean, I'm. Super stoked to be here because uh, for once I won't have to blah about data and I can actually have some fun and that's rare. I actually planned to study but then I just cracked the Zendikar quick draft instead. <laughs> well maybe that drafting procrastination will pay off in this game. And joining us as well to help us out with the scoring, the line judging, and more is two-time guest of Draft and Draft, back for more. He is one of my best magic friends. His name is Jesse. Good to be uh, back on the show. Uh, it's been a long time since pretty much like one of the first episodes. So You also made a special appearance in one of our call time episodes when it was you, me, and Jason drinking and drafting. That is true. That was, what, just a year ago now? Call time was last year, right? Call time was just last year? Oh my gosh, what is happening with time? Wait, Bork, are you playing time like the Hans Zimmer instrumental from Inception? Alright, well, I guess this will work for game introduction music. Friends, here's how this game's gonna go. Each one of our two players is going to get a series of clues, all alluding to a single magic card printed in the last five years. The fewer clues used by our players to identify the magic card in question, the more points they will earn. The player with the most points at the end of the game wins with a few twists and turns along the way. Oh, don't forget about the steal, turtle. Good point, Mr. Turtle. Should one of our players be absolutely stumped after five clues, the opponent can steal to earn a bonus point. But let's face it, the points are about as worth as much as my old DCI card. I know, friends, like a judge is familiar, I'm an owl, a hoot. But all jokes aside, rest in peace, DCI. I miss your overly complicated textless promo cards. Yes, of course. Let's get the tangent out of the way, and let's go see how this game is played. Take it away, me. Ooh, that is a fancy uh, glass there, both Ariel and uh, Sirkovitz. Love it. You know me. Uh, Love to be fancy over here. You so fancy. Well, as, uh, as they say, ladies first. Ariel, I'm going to start you off with the first 
card here in the round. Uh, round one is what I like to call iconic rares. Each of you is going to get an iconic rare and you're gonna get those five fans. So let's start it off. Uh, Ariel, your first hint. This card has a mana value of nine. Mana value of nine. You've got a minute to come up with a guess. If you have no clue, we can go to the next one. It's an iconic rare from the last five years with a mana value of nine. I feel like I should know this. I'm just gonna let people know though. I am that person that you like trying to describe an actor and I'm like, I have no idea who that is. So, um, okay. Um, there's so many. I wanna say like in Eldrazi, but I, that's that's my where my brain first goes, is in Eldrazi. Does anyone else not... have a hard time like remembering the mono value of Eldrazi? Cause I can't figure, like I'm like with 12, 17, hot, hot hike, I have no clue. I'm like, it's not Embercool. It's, it's not, I, it's not Ulamog, is it? No, no, it's not Ulamog. It's not Ulamog. Let's go to, let's go to clue okay. number two okay, here. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, clue number two, you get four points if you get this right here. Uh, this card has a cost reduction, produces mana, gains life, and draws cards. So many things. I Do people actually memorize all these things? How do you do that? I may may or may not, you know, be hoping Google can help me, but I highly doubt it. Um, wait. Are you using Google right now? No, you're using Google. Um, okay, I need another hint. All right, let's go to hint number three. It's part of a legendary artifact five card mythic cycle. Circovitz is looking a little confident, I feel. He's, he's I, He feels pretty comfortable sitting in there. I feel so nervous. I feel like there's people yelling at me right now. Like, how do you not know this? I told you, this is not gonna be good for me. Okay, 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 okay. God, I am just so bad at this. Now, Jesse and I, we play this game all the time. We're in the car together. Jesse, do you have a clue what we, where we might be at right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Just to make you feel a little bit worse, apparently, Ariel. I can't remember anything else, but I can remember the names of every magic card for some reason. Yeah, see, I don't do that. I can like think of the pictures and then, oh wait, so maybe this... Oh, I was thinking like just creatures. So maybe that's where my problem is. And you know, I think we'll also we'll also go with the magic rules where if you describe an iconic card- Wait, 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 I got it. I got it, I got it, I got it. It's the great, Stonehenge, Great Henge, Great Stonehenge, Great, what the heck is that card called? <laughs> the Great Henge, is that right? Go with the Great Henge, you're correct, it is the Great oh, Henge, my God. well done. I played this card, I'm so glad I, <laughs> I got there eventually when I got out of the creature thing. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. three points for you and apparently a lot of stress. Really stressful. But, hey, the good news is you're in the lead. I don't know how long it's going to last, but there you go. Not All right, Circovitz, it is your turn here. Uh, so on round one, Iconic Rares. This is a black creature rare from 2021. Okay, that's a very good hint. I'm, uh, I could probably limit it to around 240 cards now, but... Um... There's a reason why this is the first hint. I guess so. No, I mean, I'll have to get another one. All right, he's going straight to uh, number two. I mean, yeah. So 
guessing randomly doesn't cost anything, does it? It's this is not Jeopardy. You can call a shot at no points lost. Okay, um, then I'm gonna guess one rare creature. Um, um, graveyard Trespasser. It is not Graveyard Trespasser from oh. Midnight. From uh, Midnight Night. Nope, not quite. Uh, let's go to our next hint. It has the word copy in its text box. Hmm. Okay. So it can copy, it can get a copy of something. Um, I know for a fact you know this card because you definitely mentioned it on podcast prior. It's the, it's the four mana snow creature, uh, something necromancer. Stronger necromancer, I think, something like that? Yeah, is it? I don't know. I, listen. Well, I, I mean, if you're guessing, then it's not. Then, uh, yeah, let's move on then to the next one. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, let's go to our next one then. Well, that's, I guess that's one way to ascertain it, is I don't know what the name is. Uh, considering its creature type, this creature would be very comfortable on the plane of Capenna. Okay, so it's a demon, probably. It's a Dreadfeast demon. We're go you're going with Dreadfeast demon. Final answer? Yeah. You're correct. It is Dreadfeast demon. Yeah, no, you got it. I got Absolutely. it too. <laughs> Dread Feast Demon, perhaps the Scourge. I, I'm saying that that was probably the second worst rare in Crimson Vow, which was one of my hints coming down the way. I think it's the what? second least enjoyable card in the whole set. I, I think it was the most atrocious one because I the other it. one was a mythic. <laughs> I mean, I, I played I, it with Toxrill. You have those two out together and you just really piss off your opponent. It was great. I made a lot of demons. This is purely for anecdotal evidence, uh, but Toxroll is is my number one least favorite. Dreadfast two, uh, and then Caretaker. I'm like, what? I, I I beat it before. Like whenever I see a Caretaker on the other side, that's me like buckling up my belt and saying, let's go. And I'm still <laughs> probably losing, but you know what? We do it. Well, I, I beat the Dreadfeast Demon once, and uh, that required some work because it managed to copy itself already, but. Um, Toxril, I famously sang about Toxril on my stream um, uh, in defense of the card. You know, you can accept a mythic to be busted. I just think that at rare, uh, it becomes a bit bad. And especially, like, luckily we didn't have any GPs, but I think in Sealed, uh, there will be lots of Dreadfeast Demons in the top tables at the end of day one. I mean, myself and Ariel went to Vegas and I will say my day one, I, I definitely lost to Dreadfast Demon in the actual rounds like a non-zero amount of times, which was not my favorite. Uh, and I don't know, Jesse, can you attest to this? I look at Dreadfast Demon and I think, man, uh, Broodfast Dragon, like what was it? The double dragon from uh, Jund and Charles of I'm like, man, you've come a long way, buddy. Uh, Broodmate Dragon. Yeah, Broodmate Dragon. I look at this card, I'm like, like you want evidence it's of power creep? unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just that, that rare symbol is just like, as everyone said, it's just unreasonable. You can't, you can't make that card rare. Yeah, this card would be good if the copies didn't have the ability. That's true, yeah. Oh yeah, I think that fixed all the problem. But I even, I'd even take upkeep, just like give me anything instead of end step. Like that to me, that's 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 the that's the killer. Well, well, Jesse, uh, I, I'm going to you as the line judge here. I know you've been tabulating the scores quite fervorously after round number one. What do the scores look like right now? Uh, I believe we are at uh, three for uh, Air Bubble and uh, what was that? 
four, right? For uh, Sikovic? No, it's oh, actually three. three. It's actually three. Oh, he did do three? Okay. <clears throat> We're three for three, folks, going into round two. Uh, and now, uh, this is kind of a personal favorite of mine. Uh, this is a round I like to call Build Around Uncommons. Uh, because you know what? Uh, limited to me is all about those really spicy uncommons. I don't know why, but a card like Furnace Celebration or Burning Vengeance makes me so happy. And we celebrate that here in this round. Uh, we're gonna name Build Around Uncommons in the last five years. Uh, again, ladies first, I'm gonna start with you, Ariel. Uh, let's go to our first hint in this build around uncommon. This card has both an activated and static ability. In fact, it has two separate static abilities. All right, I'm gonna be really bad at uncommon. So, okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go. I wanna go to the next hint. I'm gonna do it early. Oh, economy geez. of time. Economy of time. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're doing it. Yeah, I mean, you got to save your, your clock on Arena, so let's let's uh, let's keep that up. <laughs> Here's number two. One. <laughs> true, true points. You got to keep those uh, the, the hourglasses, though. Defenders love to see this. Okay, okay. So it's so doesn't it mean it necessarily is a? Um, I'm stuck on that thing again. I'm just automatically thinking everything's a creature, but it's not true. Okay, 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 okay. But I don't play Defender. I like to just murder people. Fair argument yeah, gonna... and a fair line. <laughs> I'm going to go to the next one. All right, here we go. Here's hint number three. The flavor of this card is aligned with the Azorius Senate. Well, that's why the Defenders like to see it. <laughs> Ooh, Sirkovitz is taking a power sip right now in confidence. I know. I know. I'm so embarrassed. I thought of like a bunch of cards, but I mean, they're not, they're not from that set. So, cause I'm assuming it would be in that set. So I was thinking of something else. Ah. I think last five years, where did the Azorius Senates show up that might be able to backtrack you an uncommon that's build around. I'm, I'm, I'm really helping out right now. I feel like Sirkovitz is hating me. I'm, I'm feeling like helping. Okay. <laughs> I, well, now I feel bad. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 that's not right. Um, it's not a... No, it's not one of... No, it's not one of the guild mages. I think that's older than five years. This is the problem, too. Everything is a weird time soup in my brain. I'm going to stop making excuses for myself. Let's just do another hint. <laughs> here's, here's hint number four to get two points. It's an enchantment! Um... You said the whole thing about creatures. You, you're right. It's not. Oh, I think that's a rare in my head. I thought of sphere of safety, but I think that's wrong. Is it uncommon from Return to Ravnica, which I hate to say is quite some time ago now because I am old. God, I know that's why I can't think of it. I didn't actually play a lot of that set, so that's the problem. I did not play a lot of that. Oh, it was a great set. <laughs> I know. The best build arounds. I think this is probably one of the main reasons why I would want to play this set again, because I like this deck. For me, it was the problem that the other great build around was in the same print run, so I never could pick this card. Okay, I'm going to kick myself. I just need to know what it is now. I'm going to have to give a point now to my, my, my arch nemesis, and I'm going to kick myself because it's like in my brain. 
Well, you you have play. one last chance here because there's no. one more clue no. <laughs> just to make things harder for you. But the last one, I've never been sure if this is more closely related to Arcades or Doran. I feel so bad. <laughs> Did not play, and I don't like Azorius, so I just like ignored everything that had to do with Azorius. It is literally opposite of your favorite guild. I know, that's why I don't know it because i don't pay attention did you plan it like that yeah i feel like you did this on purpose to are me. not in their guild give uh -huh. me rakdos i know those cards oh my god yeah i probably have never played this card either so that's fine uh i'm gonna all right I, yeah nope i i i i got nothing it's like i didn't play that set and i didn't play Azorius, it is the complete opposite of what I play. Well, as you said, uh, time's up there. So, Sirkovitz, a chance to steal for a point. What what could this card be? Tell me. So, best part is that I know exactly what it does. I might struggle with the name, though. Uh, I think it's High Alert, but it's a uh, one blue-white enchantment. Uh, creatures with Defender can attack as if they didn't have it. The creatures assign combat damage by their toughness rather than by their power. And it has two white blue ability untapped target creature. Wow, well done. A spot on. That's high alert. Word for word, except he's got the two static switched up. But you know what? You're still getting the point for that. That's beautiful. That was nice. Yeah, I never Yay. played that. I would have never but guessed that. What is more impressive, I, I did guess the name because I was absolutely not sure of the name. <laughs> Jesse, were you That's sure of the name high alert? Uh, I was, in fact, sure of the name because this is my kind of magic. I like making things that can't attack, attack. They just never expect it. <laughs> you know what's low-key about the Plane of Ravnica 2? It always has, like, this defender thing going on. Like, even in Return to Ravnica, I know you like this one, Jesse, like, Doorkeeper Ooh, and Axe like Guardian. Mm -hmm. Love oh, the Axe Guardian. And, uh, uh, what was it, Gatekeeper? Uh, what was the OT that, like, um, what was it? The one that you tutor for gate. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like Vine something. Yeah, whatever that one is. That one was sweet. Vinekeeper? <laughs> it wasn't Vinekeeper. It was, um, I want to say it was, like, Gatekeeper Moss. Not quite. No, what was it? It's adorable. Uh, but, yeah, it just, like, like you go that turn two into uh, the uh, Axe Bank Guardian turn three, and you just cast everything. You're good. It's great. Yeah, I played a lot of sacrifice stuff <laughs> in this set that I can remember, or at least cards that were from that set in another deck. So that's what I was doing. Sacking things and making people upset. In the world of Rakdos, though, I have to say one of my favorite interplays comes from Return to Ravnica, where your opponent unleashes a thrill kill assassin, and then you promptly stab wound it, and they cry all the way home. So good times. All right, so Sirkovitz ended up stealing a point in that last one. Here we go, build around on commons. Here's your first clue. Uh, it is an instant speed damage spell. Zanny Flare. God damn it, Sirkovitz, you're too good at this. <laughs> I hate that well, card. Everyone hates that card. I, I had to. I had to play against it, this FNM actually. <laughs> because we, we found a box of Ikoria and someone obviously drafted the cycling. 
I was one of my hints is actually very few paper copies of this card was actually played because you know that that's right at the the outset of 2020. At least like over time, I still have a soft spot for Ikoria Limited. Over time, once it finally settled in and people started taking one monocyclers and it's not like every person got them, the format became a little bit more palatable in my opinion. I, I actually yeah, really know, enjoyed you know it. That this has been forever and forever my favorite draft format of all times. And I, I don't think I ever drafted cycling deck. It's just that you could win with it so easily if you drafted like Mardo Sacrifice team, uh, ignoring the cycling synergies. And, you know, there, I think that I managed to build like 30 different archetypes, like completely weird uh, concoctions, because it was, I think the only format that I played so far that is perfectly sandboxy. You just like invent something that's possible and it's probably possible. Yeah. The, the uh, format just mutated a lot. Oh, Ooh, there we go. Talking clever. About one of my favorite archetypes in this format was reverse mutate, when you basically ramp yourself to the six-six hexproof creature, and then you mutate everything on top of that six uh, that, that hexproof guy. And uh, oh, and the three-six like that. that the three-six I got the yeah, flying the or hexproof Terran, counter, right? Terran, yeah, yeah, no, Terran. Ramp, 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 and then mutate, 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 make a Voltron, and then they kill them with that. Good times, Ariel. I don't know if you remember this, but I'm gonna go back in the world of Rakdos. The black red deck, I think, was my favorite for my Coria, and it actually had my personal favorite limited card in quite some time. Do you remember Whisper Squad, Ariel? Yeah. Squad. Oh yeah. Oh man, I I just remember putting so many stops in the upkeep to activate it, so I didn't draw the next copy. Jesse, how many times did we Whisper Squad? <laughs> like so many. We never passed that card. Like I would have to like take the mouse from you for us to pass that card. <laughs> Never I, just loved I just loved it. It was so good. So good. All right, that's the end of round two. A lot of action happened. Jesse, tell me, what are, what are our point totals after that shenanigan? Uh, so with the steal, Sukovitz is currently in the lead with nine. And uh, Ariel is at three right now. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll see if that gets higher. We'll find out. Look, I promise I play Magic, everyone. I just, like, don't read them very much and I, I think that um uh, build around uncommon was a very uh, tilted category someone is not leveling the playing field because i mean i live for this stuff <laughs> well maybe things will switch up as we go to round number three it's around i like to call flavor town flavor town these are cards that are particularly aligned with the magic story so these are all cards that are, are quite sewn into the fabric of the magic story in one way or another. Uh, let's go to our uh, our first card. Again, Ariel, you're going to start us off here. Uh, the character in this card first appeared in 2007. The card still was printed in the last five years, but the character themselves first appeared in 2007. I know the first clue is about time, and we've already established that time is a bit of a jumble, so I do strictly apologize. My bad. Better not be Teferi. No, I'm just, that was a long time. Well, I don't think Teferi appeared then yet. I don't actually know. Um, but see, now I'm stuck on thinking on Planeswalkers, but, but there's other creatures, characters there's, in the there's story. There's probably a good so. reason for you to think about Planeswalkers because the magic oh. story is quite aligned with Planeswalkers. Mm. Oh, great, 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 great. 
yeah, that's true. God, so that, was, yeah, that would be later. So it was okay, all okay. about Mirage, man. Mirage Limited. I've always wanted to play Mirage Limited. I started with Weatherlight. <clears throat> I, I was in the first Theros batch. That was me. <sighs> okay, wait. Can I, what? No, I'll just go to the next one because I was going to be like, what set was 2007? Because I didn't start so till 2012. So that, that is a legitimate question that would probably give you some good inclination. Uh, but let's go to our second <laughs> clue here. Uh, during the story of the character in this set, so this card in particular that was printed, the set that it was printed, they were wrestling with the loss of a character. Johnny. <laughs> I'll just name them all. <laughs> Who died? There's so many people that have died. Not that one, not that one, not that one. Um, it makes me think they're a good person, but like anybody can be sad that somebody died. Those are emotions, correct? <laughs> when they recently came back in the last five years. Okay. So this card in particular is the last five years. Yep, the character first that. appeared in 2007. And in the story of the set of this card, they were wrestling with the loss of a character. I really hope that wrestling is not some kind of an awful pun. I Yeah, I'm like, that's why I yelled at Johnny because I was thinking of wrestling or Garrick. It's the other thing I believe that wrestles, but I think you came in earlier too. It's not Garrick? No, okay. Wrestling. Well, let's go to hint number three as time elapsed on that one. Uh, this hint, a character by any other name would be just as sweet. I'm getting real like Shakespearean on you this one. I know you're giving me very good hints, I feel like, and I am feeling very bad about me not getting them right away. This hint I would give to Jesse here to drive him crazy while we were playing this game. Like, I feel like this is what I would do with this one. Curse your Shakespearean soul. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I loved the card Midnight Revel from, uh, was that Mercadia Masks? I don't know. That's archaeology. For Shizzle. Is that one? What, cause like, no, that one was, all of the ones I'm thinking of are so much older. No, because Gideon was earlier too, right? I can I mean, only think of older characters. Well, let's see if the next hint helps you out here. If we can start I'm to put so some things together. The, this character had a stack ability on this card that was synonymous with the set's mechanic. But I don't know the set. <laughs> so that doesn't help me. Okay, okay. I feel like we need the who wants to be a millionaire music in the background. I, I can put it no. in post, it will be great. That's gonna put pressure on me and then more people are gonna make fun of me and I don't like that. <laughs> um, okay, who else came back recently? No, that wouldn't be the set. No. Yes. Soren. Soren? Yes. Soren, Soren is not the character. Let's go to our final, final. Uh, I'm embarrassed. Clue here. Get a point. We'll see what happens. Uh, 
If she was teaching and I got in, I would actually consider going to Witherbloom. The only... I can hear the wheels turning. It's beautiful. I thought that was older too. I know that Liliana came back in that set, but she wasn't Witherbloom. You're making a face. Is it Liliana? I'll give it to you. Absolutely. Oh, it Professor is. Onyx. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's her. Jesus. I remember, I remember when she got swollen, everyone's like, <laughs> Professor Onyx? Ooh. What a moment. It feels so... She came. She didn't come in until 2007? She was part of the original Lorewin 5. The original I, 5 of Planeswalkers. Nothing to do with that set. <laughs> I absolutely thought she was earlier than that. So, okay. Good to know. Stories are told about how they try to fit in Planeswalkers into uh, Future Sight, which is the set right before, but just didn't quite make it. So then they just decided, all right, let's put it in Lorewin. Why not? Is there, was she wrestling with the death of her brother? Cause that was the person that- Gideon though. It was Gideon, yep. That's Jesus why the card Christ. grapple with the past. And she's looking oh, in the mirror because Gideon sacrificed himself for her. <laughs> Thank you, Borok. You are right. The card is actually confront the past. Grapple with the past is a self-mill green card from Shadows over Innistrad. We thank you for this interruption in your game show time for us to make sure that technically correct is the best kind of correct. And that's when that, God, see, this is the problem with the timeline. Since I read that story really recently, like in my brain, like it's all mush in my brain. So that all makes a lot more sense. Cause I'm thinking, I was seeing like really old, old story for some reason. Okay. Yep. Got it. Your, <laughs> your feelings I think are very relatable. If I didn't make this game, I'd feel the same way. No one cried for Zach Faden. Zach Faden. No one. He I was very sad about Zach Faden. But that's only because I did read the, the book. I did not read the second one. I started to, and I really wanted to throw it in a fire. I think Should, it was, yeah. I think it's all the poop that Dak got since Marshall had to keep saying during coverage, Dak Faden, the greatest thief in the multiverse. And that just became a meme worthy thing. And I just find it funny now. Let's go to our uh, our next uh, our next one here. We are still in Flavortown. Now we're in Flavortown with Circovitz. Uh, let's go with our first clue. This is a rare legendary land. Rare legendary, legendary land. Not, not, not many legendary lands around here. Um, 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 oh, um, that's an interesting question. Okay, of course we have five legendary lands in, uh, in the card set, but what did we have before that? Huh. Maybe I did use a rare from Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, and now you think that I'm not going to because it's low-hanging okay, well, fruits. Let's go for a Ganjo uh, as, as, as the legendary land guess uh, before the time runs out. What? Stokensan? They say Stokensan? Mm. I think you said a Ganjo, <laughs> and it's not a Ganjo, but I appreciate the gambits. Let's go to our uh, our next hint here. One word in this card appears in 19 different magic cards. Another word in this card's name appears in 12 magic cards. 12 cards, wow. This numbers hint is specifically dedicated to you and all your number crunching. Yeah, not, not that kind of number crunching. Isn't it uh, Saffron Olive that crunches the 
names on cards, numbers, and uh, how many words are there per card. I'm going to go to our uh, our line judge, Jesse. Would that be Saffron Olive? Uh, I believe he does. But uh, um, cards are getting mm-hmm. wordier and wordier all the time. Think about legendary lands, but oh, okay, castles were not legendary. Um, no, I, I think I'll, I'll have to get another one, uh, as lore is not my strongest point. Let's go to our next one. Let's see what happens. Clue number three. It first appeared in Player Chaos, but it has been reprinted multiple times since. That doesn't tell me anything, um, uh, except for the fact that this card has been printed before. Which legendary lands could have been? Or maybe it's... Is Modern Horizon in the mix? It was printed in the last five years. Okay, it was. Um, maybe like Urborg? Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth? Yeah, that, that, that kind of stuff. It is, in fact, Urborg Tomb of yes. Yogmoth. <laughs> very nice, very nice. It, it wasn't actually reprinted, though, in Modern Horizons. You know, I can qualify this because it was reprinted on the list. Oh, oh God, you're sneaky. No, but luckily, my lack of knowledge of things uh, saved me once again. Feels good, man. Must feel real good. Uh, well, Jesse, uh, I'm going to hold off on revealing the scores after this one because we've reached uh, the final round of this. And this might be one of my favorite rounds because I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, this is what I like to call the Rapid Fire Finals. Here's how this round's going to go. I am going to randomly search cards on Scryfall. You are going to try to guess those cards based off of clues that I get. The first person to correctly identify the card by my given clues will receive two points. Now, how are we going to do this with timing? Uh, Jesse, this is where I'm going to need your help here. I'm going to stop the share of this. Uh, I'm going to ask for the two of you to use the hand raise function uh, here in the Zoom clients. Uh, so to do that, you what want to- What is it? If you go into Zoom- Good question. Yeah, yep. no, fair, completely fair question. Uh, if you go in under reactions, you'll see a button that says raise okay. hand. Now's a good time as any to just give us a little hand raise to make Where sure that your hand clap. is on the buzzer. Thumbs Look up. at that, Ariel, getting her hand up on there first. She gets two points. Good job. Ah, well, what? Thank it. you. Oh, yeah, there's raise yeah. hand. Okay, that's the big one. Okay, I, I, I see it. I see it. I see it. All right. I use Teams at work, so I only learned how to do this recently. Considering that I also have to use Teams at work, I am so sorry for the both of us. Uh, I also use Teams at work. Yeah, also use Teams at work. <laughs> oh, this the, the first Why time this ever happened. <laughs> right? Usually everyone's like, oh, we all use Zoom. That's why. And I'm like, I don't. So this is the first time where all of us all use Teams. That's very interesting. That's interesting to me. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the offshoot podcast here, known as giving a lot of shade to Zoom and Microsoft. <laughs> uh, let's put it like that. I'm not a Zoomer. <laughs> yeah. Woof. Woof, this is why you got the guest spot, Sirkovitz. All right, here we go. We're saying so within the five years, I've got my first card in the queue. If you think you know this, raise your hand. Uh, I'm gonna be coming up with uh, clues on the fly. So listeners, please forgive me if I make mistakes. Uh, Here is our first clue for our first card. Uh, This is a mythic 
from 2021. It is green. Its power and toughness is equal to a value in cards in your graveyard. Sirkovitz has his hand up. It's the seven mana Colossus. It's not the seven mana Colossus. You're out for the rest of this round. Ariel, I've got two more clues. If you can get it off this, you get two points. This card creates what people affectionately call copies of Tarmogoyf. never heard that before from about a card is that shocking or what so your last clue is it has a creature type that is probably one of mark rosewater's favorite creature types apart from squirrels apart from squirrels apart from indeed the squirrels are the best let's be real um you'll hear no argument from me i have an affinity for this creature type too I, think it's... I can I can attest to this. Any guess here? Fudge! I'm gonna kick myself after this because I yeah I, I, I also far. thought of the Colossus as the problem, so now I'm stuck on that. <laughs> um, uh, nope. This I think this one was older. I was like Boneyard Worm. That's much older. Anyway, nope. Uh, the answer for this one mm. is. Consuming Blob, Consuming Blob from Butts. Midnight Hunts. Yeah, good times, good times. It just I never up. pulled that card. I never drafted it. I never got lucky enough, so. I've been killed by it several times, but I never never had the pleasure myself. Yeah, uh, I agree. It is, a, it, it is a card that I am so sorry you never got a chance to draft, Ariel, because it is definitely one of those at your end step, you go, wee! Here's our next one. Uh, Scryfall has pulled up for me. Uh, it is a card from 2022. Sorry, 2021. 2021. Ooh. This card deals damage. This card is a mythic rare. It has both menace and haste. This card has two sides to it. Sirkovitz. Volatile Arsonist. Is correct. Two points for you, Sirkovitz. Well done. Uh, I think, didn't you say this had, in fact, the largest win rate uh, in... Yep. and oh. games played. I'm thinking it's not, not games in hand, though. Not, it is a busted not, card. It is a very busted card. Yeah, wow. I just was reading I was like, that's another one. I loved playing werewolves. It's a no. good werewolf, so it's clearly not in the werewolf set. <sighs> clearly. So good. I think I played against people with it, but I never got to play it. I am trying else. to I'm trying to find a reasonable card right now that doesn't seem completely out of left field. And Scryfall is deciding to get really in the crevices here. Okay, alright. Let's try this one. This card is a white legendary creature. It has the mechanic partner. It costs uh, <laughs> <laughs> it costs one and a white. It was printed in Commander Legends. Who knew? 
Go figure. It is a horse. Of course. Ariel. If you describe well, the card, you because I, I don't know a single card. From I'm gonna budget. I I only maybe know some of these because a friend of mine gave me like all of their commander legend like rares and commanders and stuff. So I spent hours looking at these. It's like Kelleth. Is that how you say it? Kelleth is absolutely correct. So you got it. it. Right. That's it. Oh You're God. right. You Thank nailed you friend it. friend for dumping all your cards on my face. <laughs> okay. I got Sometimes one. it is good to be a friend's way of disposing of cards. It's true because then I got, I literally didn't play Commander Legends either, even though I'm a huge Commander player. But uh, I'd rather just like buy the cards I need than like go buy Commander Legends. Is that sad? I don't know. But short message to my friends: if you want to offload your rares to me, I'm I'm more than willing. That's just a number game, baby. That's just the numbers game right there. All right, we got two more here. This is an uncommon from Zendikar Rising. Was it in my deck just before I started recording? I have I no know. clue, but it would not surprise me because this card fit in one of the most oppressive archetypes in that limited format in this podcaster's humble opinion. This card had flying. No, oh, I guess it still has, it's not gone. This card can sacrifice itself to draw a card under certain conditions. Zirkovitz. I mean, obviously I don't remember the name, but it's a one blue mana, one one flyer. You can sacrifice it to draw a card when the opponent has eight or more cards in the graveyard. And it has one other ability on it? Oh, when it comes into play, oh no, when it deals combat damage, it mills one card. There it is. Win, Merfolk Wind Robber is correct. You got it on Not that one. one. You got it. You got it. Ugh, so many Merfolk decks. Ugh. They're gross. Sorry, I continue. <laughs> All right, we're going to get one more good one queued up here, and then we're going to see what the scores look like here. All right, this is a rare from Ariel's favorite set of Throne of Eldraine. It's one of my favorites. And a good so choice it's probably costs over 20 bucks, is banned in seven formats, and uh, wins the game for two mana or something. Oh, go. No, wait, that's a mythic rare. Sorry. It is neither banned and is definitely probably chilling somewhere in a stack of cards you have yet to organize at your place. Oh, I've actually organized my cards, so I find that hard to believe. He's calling me out. Oh. <laughs> I'm calling myself out as well as I look amongst stacks amongst me. This card deals seven damage. This card is somewhat aligned with the adamant mechanic in Throne of Eldraine. Somewhat. This card is a red sorcery. Okay, Final clue of this one. Final clue. You can choose 
up to three targets on this card. As she, I could hear her aggressively clicking her mouse on this one. Ariel. Okay, I might, hopefully I print, is it the uh, Iron Craig feet? It is not Iron Craig feet. Oh, I was thinking of that one. That Dang makes it. sense, but it does not deal damage, Iron Craig feet. Circovitz. All right. Do you Three have any targets? Food? Oh God, it's was Three targets. Uh... Oh wait. Dang it. I remember it now. No, okay, no. I still don't remember. Guess for me, and that we will be even. Um yeah, I sometimes I remember things based on the art. I don't know. Uh the, the Sundering Stroke. That one right? Thundering Stroke is correct. That is in fact the card. Uh, and you know, I think that means you both get a point for it, which means actually nothing. So good job. Feel good about that. Oh All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's add up the scores here and we're going to declare a winner. Before we declare a winner though, uh, I just want to send a big thank you to our two players. Uh, and let's let all of my listeners know where they can find you, what you're working on. Uh, first, Ariel, uh, I know you're re-entering the world in a lot of different places. Tell all my listeners where they can find you. Uh, yeah, so I actually have been posting a little bit on TikTok. It's not very interesting, but you're welcome to go there. Uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere uh, under Airbubbles Cosplay. Uh, Twitter, it's just Airbubbles. Um, I do streaming on Twitch. Um, kind of went down to two days a week on that. But if you want to watch me play Magic and not guest cards, because I don't, as my as people know when they watch me, I don't read them because it literally, I have literally an emote that says read. So... Um, <laughs> I don't read the cards and uh but i also make cosplay stuff so i'm gonna be actually working on the new elspeth from new capenna uh, coming up soon i also have a preview card on monday april 11th i don't know when this is going out but uh you can always check out uh, my past post if you want to see what it was or is i'm really excited and um yeah, I'm most active on Twitter and Instagram, to be fairly honest. So, yeah, that's me. Well, Ariel, considering that you've got that preview card coming and working on that Elspeth, I might say that all of that is resplendent. Sirkovitz. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm basically analyzing limited uh, data, so from 17 lands. I take the numbers, crunch them, and spit them out as some kind of a digestible um, uh, amalgam of whatever they they produce. Um, you can find me as Cherkovitz on anything that I am, which mainly is Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. I also have a podcast, which is the laziest podcast in history. Basically, I trim my uh, data stream into an one and a half hour episodes and 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 and, and spit them out. So if you really want to be more spiky and limited and uh, remove a lot of fun from it, I'm your person. Uh, I love that. Uh, and, you know, listen to any of the popular podcasts that make more analytics than I, like limited resources. You'll probably end up listening to him there, too. And, you know, to be fair, Sirkovitz, that whole taking your stream and putting on a podcast the Dateline podcast does just that, and they're one of the top ones out there. So you got good company, my friend. But we got to send it over to our line judge. Uh, first, let's give a big round of applause to my good friend, former guest as well, uh, Jesse, for helping us out. Thank you, Jesse. Tell me, what, what are those numbers uh, after our fierce rounds of competition? 
Uh, well, if my math is correct, uh, it looks like Ariel had seven, and Sukkervis came in with 17. But we all know that the real winner is, uh, is the listeners of this podcast. Sukkervis, <laughs> congratulations. The fireworks are going off in the Unlucky Lounge. Now that you've won, what are you going to do next? I'm going to spend all those points for uh, a porcelain donation or something. Is that how it worked in the Wheel of Fortune? That seems right, with tax deductibleness uh, playing into it as well, I think. Anywho, I want to thank once more uh, my two wonderful guests, Ariel and Sirkovitz. Thanks for joining us. And, you know, I think our bear tender Borox got another round of coming. What do you guys say? Another drink on me here in the Unlucky Lounge. Yeah, definitely. Well, all my listeners, I'm not sure if you can tell, but it was a blast to have Ariel, my friend Jesse, Sirkovitz, and of course, Borok and Mr. Turtle. It was a blast, Mr. Turtle! To celebrate some magic cards and have some fun on the podcast. But I want to know what you think. Do you enjoy shows like this? What score did you get, considering all the clues that went out there? Find me on the socials and let me know. That's Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok, Draft and Draft Corey. My Instagram, Corey Demon Enriquez. And if the show is giving you some joy, find us at Patreon, patreon.com backslash draft and draft. All the links in the show notes below. Well, friends, it looks like I found the bottom of my drink, and so we've reached the end of another episode. My name is Corey, joined alongside Borok. And Mr. Turtle 2. I got to be in the game show! <laughs> Turtle! That you did, buddy. That you did. And this has been Draft and Draft. Now go out there and make some magical memories of your own. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.